Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number 221, 22nd of September, 2021. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. As per regular, we have Mr. Casey Green joining us from the D.C. area. How are you today, sir? I'm doing pretty well. Like hockey day, it's been raining all day today. Uh, the temperatures have been moderate, and uh, I think it was this show where I held up my camera and said, yes, I've downloaded it, and we're ready to go. And then somebody at Tesla said, hmm, Tachikoma, update. <laughs> <laughs> They're always on to you, Casey. They're always on to you. Yes. Uh, so this also, update. Oh. <laughs> also joining us per regular, Mr. Patrick Connor joins us from the West Coast. How are you today, sir? I'm good. we got a little bit of drizzle here, too. Sounds like it's raining everywhere. It's fall. I love fall because <laughs> this we, we don't have to run the AC. And we're still getting sun. It's not winter. So I'm energy positive, and that's a great place to be. Good times. Hey, Casey, if you don't want all those updates, you just got to get an older non-FSD uh, version of the vehicle like I have, and then you don't get them very often. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Tesla's fault that I'm not able to keep up. You know, you got a day job. you got family. Uh, I just need to be faster, that's all. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you want all that stuff for good content. I do so, want yeah. it all, yeah. Uh, in yeah. fact, I've can. I I've got enough to make like weeks of like old videos, but I'd kind of like it to be relevant when the current one comes out. Um, so this one, the only difference I'm seeing between the one that I was holding up the camera for and this new one is that they fixed my adaptive audio slider so it actually represents me having premium sound rather than partial premium on a base model 3. <laughs> yeah. Very good. That was, was weak. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Ton of news to cover as regular here on the Tesla Life. And uh, who's going to start us off? Patrick's going to start us off this week. Yeah. That's right. So uh, no surprise to anybody out there. J.D. Power has done a study, and they found that Tesla owners love their cars. Yeah, no of course we do. Yes. And um, this is true for EVs in general, but especially for Teslas. So JD Power does this study that they call APPEAL, which stands for Automotive Performance Execution and Layout, which totally sounds like a backronym, but not an actual. <laughs> like, we're going to call it APPEAL. What could it stand for? <laughs> <laughs> but um, they look at 37 different attributes and they send out these surveys. Although Tesla's not officially in the survey because they don't give out their owner's information to J.D. Power in, this says in 15 states, so I'm not sure why they would in some and not in others. Maybe it depends on state, local laws, or whatever. I got $2 uh, from J.D. Power. They mailed me, like a dollar bill. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> About the Teslas. <laughs> right, yeah. So uh, at least you're getting something for it. Right. Uh, all kinds of people want your opinion for free. Um Two bucks is not a whole lot, but it's, you know, $2 more than most studies offer you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Tesla got a score of 893. The next closest was a Porsche with 882. So uh, this is the thing. More than any other vehicle out there, people who buy them love them, and that's Tesla. So anybody who's like, oh, they've got this problem or that problem, sure, they're not perfect. No vehicle is. But which one do people love the most? And that is what is we have proof of it here from this study. 
Yeah, even with uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of unofficial proof because JD Power just went after these owners themselves. Yeah, uh, without uh, Tesla giving out any names, so that's even kind of bodes better for it because uh, it's not official. It's 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 a third party going after a group that they're not associated with and asking for survey information. It's not a short survey either. They they did also give me a dollar for one of the two volts, but not the other. <laughs> Because they already saw your first one from the first one. So <laughs> they said, this guy's just going to be a carbon copy. No use in paying him again. Yes, yeah, so Tesla same is, car. Tesla's unique here in that it attracts both people who are into cars because their performance is awesome and uh, they compete and beat cars that are five or six times more in cost in many cases and, and uh, tech people. And certainly there's way more of the latter nowadays. People are into yeah. their phones and computers and tablets, and it's just how we live our lives. Uh, so, uh, that yeah, that's just one of the great things about being a Tesla fan. Exactly, exactly. I, I wasn't surveyed, but certainly I've got nothing but good things to say about uh, my ownership over the past three, three plus years. So, uh, yeah, uh, not, not a surprise to me. Uh, next, Casey's going to talk a little bit about the Tesla submarine. What What's that about, Casey? <laughs> what? This is a saying about fools and their money. And I'm not talking about the Lotus that, that Elon bought that he was going to convert into uh, into a, into an electric submarine. No, no, not that car. We're talking about a Model S Plaid that uh, some dude at the Chillin' with Chet channel bought secondhand. And... Uh, he decided that he was going to dig a trench in the desert and fill it with water, about six feet of water, and then he was going to drive his Model S Plaid through it. And, well, um, he wasn't he was a complete idiot. He, he, he decided he was going to do some, some preparation, so he taped up the He wasn't an idiot, just not complete. <laughs> right. He's 98% idiot. <laughs> So he, he, he taped up the uh, the windows, he took it to Gruber Motors, sealed up all sorts of stuff. They took out a lot of the interior, but not enough of it. And they put like a whole gym's worth of weights in the in the under trunk area, in the, in the, in the rear trunk. And uh, then they decided they were going to drive it through this trench. And it didn't, it didn't do so well when it, when it made it through the trench. It, uh, uh, he had his little scuba gear, and there's like a little temporary, like a little three-puff... Uh, like a scuba tank, and um, about halfway through, he started screaming for the guy to, to use the winch to get him out. And, uh, <laughs> and, and then the rope broke. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, it was already a heavy car as it was, but now it's full of water and gym weights. And <laughs> you need more than nylon rope to get this done. And so eventually, they, they you know, um, they he was able to get it back out of park and into drive again, and he was able to just kind of... Uh, as Elon said, you know, use the wheels for thrusters, and uh, and he got it back up to the edge, and then they were able to grab what was left of the rope and pull him out. And uh, then when he trailered it back to his home, uh, you could see in the under trunk it was a now a uh, a pool. What do they call the, the 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 pools people make at the back of their pickup trucks with the tarp? Portable jacuzzis. Yeah, that uh, in in his under trunk or his under trunk. Sorry. And, uh, and then you can see the, the weights had already started to rust. And he's going to try again, he says. And, and the car still works. <laughs> Amazingly. Amazingly, the car still works. 
Yeah, he's going to have real. Uh, there's going to be no warranty on that car, obviously. Like, uh, especially after there's video evidence of him uh, swimming with the fishes. Like, exactly. uh, makes no sense whatsoever. Um, unless I you know, uh, unless this is all just for clicks. If that's what it is, uh, I, I, man. I, I get the feeling that that he is a, um, a social media star. Uh, I mean. Who else spends what? What is the, the the aftermarket rate on a Model S Plaid right now? Like 160 to 180, and then dunks it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, that's called someone with more money than sense. Yeah, uh, as far as yeah. I can see. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, also, Hockey Day was first in the chat. If you guys didn't see in the intro. Oh, okay. Very <laughs> good. Welcome, Sarnia is in the house. Very good. Yes. Okay, so um, next, uh, gonna have a little talk about Tesla Fest. And you yes. may ask, what is Tesla Fest? Well, uh, our uh, favorite German Gigafactory is uh, going to be hosting a bunch of people uh, to come and check it out. Uh, Tesla has sent out invites for an October 9th uh, event that they are going to allow. They say locals, but they did put the, um, I guess, the invite uh, on the internet. And, of course, you can fill it out from anywhere. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to uh, look at, uh, you know, your address or the information like that or if they just just care if you're going to be in the area on the 9th. I'm not quite sure. But you do have to fill out a form ahead of time, and uh, they will be inviting uh, families to come check out the Gigafactory. There will be tours. Uh, there's going to obviously be some, some refreshments. Uh, they're going to have um, uh, certainly uh, test drives on site uh, with the Model Y. And uh, because there's not too many Model Ys in, in Europe at this point, they're starting to flood in. But uh, certainly that's what Giga Berlin is all about, is making the Y. That's what they're going to be doing, uh, priority one. But um, yeah, the check out the grounds. Uh, being able to see uh, how uh, the lines are set up and uh, ask questions uh, and uh, get them answered from uh, ex experienced, uh, experienced Tesla uh, employees. So uh, I would love to be able to do this. Uh, it's just that Germany's a bit too far uh, from where <laughs> I'm sitting now. So uh, I will not be there. But if you happen to go there, if you know of someone that's going there, take some video. Uh, share it with us. Uh, we would love to to share that with others as well. So uh, that again is going to be happening on October the 9th. And uh, you'll you know once you've filled out that form, I guess Tesla is going to reply back with the uh, lucky winners that will be able to actually go uh, with their families and and check out uh, the uh, the new digs uh, that uh, aren't quite operational yet, but getting closer. So. Uh, That'd be interesting to see how the town of uh, it's Bromberg, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, to see how they embrace it. Uh, is the is the local? Uh, is it going to be fanfare? Is it going to be fun? Um, we'll certainly uh, hope to be able to see that from some videos that uh, people that go and and take uh, video footage. I think so, it's actually the state of Brandenburg, but but uh, a fest in Germany. In October, with refreshments, what am October I thinking fest. of? Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the other thing is everyone's required to wear lederhosen. So uh, that was that was left out of the official version. But, uh, They'll just do it I'm anyway. Sure that's a like, requirement. Like, like that's it. Uh, 
Oktoberfest. <laughs> so, so essentially, this is a uh, community relations event that is a job fair and a put down to the naysayers, the astroturfers, as well as a welcome to the neighborhood for the families. Am I on track? Yep. Okay. Cool. Did they invite the bats and the ants? That's a question. You don't have to invite them. They're already there. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the edge of the factory. <laughs> Well, I'm wondering if they're going to be let them in or not. It's just, uh, you know, those the back boxes. Oh, you and probably stuff. don't want them in because then you got to shut down. <laughs> You've got to you got to get them out. That's the problem. Once they're right. in, you got to get them out while they're sleeping and not mating. So, <laughs> speaking of environmental, um, so SpaceX right now is, is is going through a similar level of environmental scrutiny with their uh, with their uh, Boca Chica uh, Starbase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they put the word out that if you want to support them, please do. So yeah, if you uh, yeah reach out, or, reach or out if you want app. your voice Both. heard, uh, because exactly. you know there will be naysayers. So uh, if you if you want uh, space exploration, if you want SpaceX to continue to launch uh, from Boca Chica and to advance, uh, let your let your thoughts be known. Yep, and then we did see. I mean, immediately with with Inspiration Four, we saw a bunch of people. Poo poo mm -hmm. and all over it, even though you know they were doing real science and a real fundraiser. It wasn't just a mm -hmm. joyride for seven minutes to the edge of space. Right. Yeah. Or you could have us go back to where we we're dependent on Russia to get into space. That's right. <laughs> Milli hundreds of millions that... of dollars per seat versus a hundred million dollars for the whole rocket. <laughs> right. Yeah. Actually, they did announce that for going forward, uh, the price of a seat. On Dragon, uh, in a four-person configuration, uh, will be fifty-five million a piece. See, that's that's cheaper than two hundred and twenty-five million, two hundred and sixty yep. million per. Much cheaper than what the Soyuz was charging yeah. for sure. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, still not something I'm going to do for vacation, but we're getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, it's a YOLO vacation. <laughs> yeah, looking for that uh, a lot of change between the cushions and the couch to fill up that amount for sure. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you can't even get to Germany. I'm going to the moon, Mark. Come on. <laughs> going past the moon. <laughs> Actually, though, I wonder if the Starship around the moon uh, tourist missions would be even cheaper than that because you can fit 100 people on the rocket. Oh. Yeah, bet you it will be. Um, yeah. uh, and and of course, there was also a, a note about them uh, increasing the efficiency of the uh, new Raptor motors. So there's yeah. there's talk about getting the price down dramatically on those. Again, all contributing uh, to uh, getting space travel more economical for more. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, next, we're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, the. Immersive sound of Tesla. So uh, you guys we know that when immersed uh, Tesla, now we have <laughs> immersive the Tesla immersive. Will immerse you. Yeah. <laughs> so just uh, recently, a new OTA went out uh, mm -hmm. with the update uh, to the immersive sound system in the three and the Y. Uh, there was and the a S and the X. The oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Did you, that's why my so car. So the S and the a, X got it as well. Okay. That's why good. my car thought it was a partial premium car because apparently something was set wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, new uh, uh, new uh, system uh, uh, uploaded uh, through the software because of course Tesla has that ability to update the uh, car's 
uh, software and affect the systems in it. And and that's what I just wanted to touch on before I hit the other part of the story is that is that what car company has ever gone back to the drawing board on trying to make the sound better in their cars that are already existing and purchased by customers and out in the field? Well, I'll give you I'll give you a clue. It it, it's, <laughs> it looks like this. So zero. Uh, there there are no other car companies uh, that do this, and this is remarkable. Uh, this is something that you know no one was really complaining uh, across the board for something like this. But this is obviously something that was bothering some engineers uh, at Tesla about a certain situation and being able to go back and make a correction and send it out just like they've done with brakes like they've done with uh, other aspects of the vehicle. Uh, it's just a plus owning these vehicles. Those over-the-air software updates, they can address things that may have slipped through their grasp in the heat of the moment when the car is being released or when a new piece of software is coming out. But the great thing is, is they can always come back to it and uh, they can make a change. And uh, this is not something that uh, was required by any stretch of the imagination, but it makes life a little bit nicer for people that own the cars and they've decided to go ahead and roll that out. And on top of it, it costs us nothing. So uh, fantastic. Uh, I, again, my car becomes better and better every year that I own it. Uh, so uh, <laughs> exactly. So uh, that's a big plus. Now, another thing that was rolled out in the same update uh, was the start of that internal camera that's watching the driver. So we all know that uh, with the now with the S and of course with the three and the Y, uh, they've got that little camera built in uh, to A the rearview mirror. So that of course is starting to be used. It will start to be used uh, for the monitoring of the driver uh, to because of course. There have been some bad actors uh, in uh, the Tesla world uh, that have uh, certainly caused uh, concern about autopilot and how people are using it as a full self-driving system that's not currently a full self-driving system. So uh, that uh, type of behavior is going to have to be monitored. And I would imagine that uh, some people are going to get surprised uh, when they are not able to do certain things. And we will get into that in a future story that Casey's going to handle. But uh, that update with the software is now in place that that uh, camera can now be activated uh, when uh, FSD is going to be used uh, within the vehicle. So uh, being able to monitor that driver is going to be a plus in, in a number of situations but certainly that's going to hopefully steer people away from abusing a system that can be abused if you want to. Um, so uh, that's, 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 that's a plus in my book. Uh, you know, I, if, if you've got an issue with it, you know, you can, if you believe it's going to be used in some nefarious way, you can always black tape over it. Uh, but the car will not allow you to do certain things if you do that too. So mm -hmm. if you want to do, full self-driving and things of that nature, it's it's certainly going to say you've obstructed the camera. So uh, I don't know. What do you guys think of this uh, of the of that particular part of the update? Beginning of the demise of the backseat bandit. That's true. Yes. <laughs> hey, um, uh, speaking of this update, Hockey Day pointed out that Tesla does the codec that's used for audio. Right. And um, like you said, Mark, how many other... Uh, companies have this uh, uh, rolling this stuff kind of stuff out, and it's not just that 
uh, how many of them are doing uh, upgrades like this? How many of them have the engineers? Tesla has uh, someone who works there who's a software engineer who understands audio codecs. And not only that, they are writing one for this platform. And that doesn't mean that, oh, uh, I work at Harman Garden and I sell it to 20 different audio OEMs and, and they have 40 different car lines each. Um, and you're just one of whatever. And if I tweak it for you, it's worse for them. Uh, so uh, it, yeah, it's, it's, this is one reason to our first story that so many Tesla owners love their vehicle. Tesla keeps you engaged. They keep it interesting. They give you new updates. It's like Christmas every time you get a software update. These are these are fun. In fact, uh, I saw a tweet from a professional audio reviewer who said that Tesla has no business with their audio sounding this good without a, a name <laughs> brand attached to the speakers. And, <laughs> and then that's, that's you know, I think it was Elon or one of the other Tesla engineers pointed out that uh, you know that, that that we have our codec and 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 we tune it for car. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that Bang Olufsen and all the others do tune it per car at a significant cost. But I mean, Tesla actually at the time with the Model S came out, they had they had they had two different audio systems with two different tunings each. Whether you had the glass roof or the mm -hmm. textile roof, I mean, come on. And they're still yep. doing that to this day, but better. And then yep, uh, you're fine. Th 32.20 or 35.20, whichever one added in for my Model X, it gave me back the full premium range of my immersive sound. <laughs> so they figured out the issue and they were and they fixed it. So uh, yes. <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, next, I guess we're going on to the button and the Casey's going to give us an update on the button. So allegedly, if we can trust Elon's timing, <laughs> he's been reiterating Two weeks. It. <laughs> again and again, yes. So Friday, uh, there will be a request for the FSD beta button showing up in the car. And what that's going to do is then it's going to kick off an evaluation to make sure you're one of the safest drivers. Which uh, Now, you said Friday, but he said that it was going to be a week from Friday. But he said well, that. Right, he said it a week from last Friday. Yeah. So, so, so right. Friday or well, that's a good question though, because some folks were asking him because he said it on it was still Friday in California, but it was Saturday in Texas. Uh, right. <laughs> yes. And he's in so, Texas, so I think the button comes out on October first. That would be unfortunate. But I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so, because that would be two weeks or if it's a week then That'll you get a button weeks. in a week you, yeah and then you have to wait a week to, with good performance before you get right. it so well <laughs> so, that's, so that's the big thing there's there's been a there's been a slip in it's just not a button anymore right what mm. is what are the requirements of the button now? so after you push the button then then uh it'll ask you if it's okay for tesla to monitor you and collect data and report it back to tesla insurance even if tesla insurance is not available in your area like me uh and they'll run you through the tesla insurance calculator and if you're good mm -hmm. for seven days then they'll put you on the list to get the download so that doesn't even mean you're gonna get the download in a week it just means that you haven't lost the download in a week <laughs> so um let's see if i can get a list here so it's, it's going to monitor your driving style is what it's going right. to do and I mean, they uh, already okay. have like forward collision warnings lane departure warnings these are obvious red flags and if you're getting right. those you're not going to uh qualify right and so, uh, 
Yeah, go ahead, Casey. You have the list. So, so uh, a, a small selection of the things that they're going to be looking for, and, and they've already expanded it since this list was made. This list was made in April by one of the uh, White Hat hackers. And uh, so some items they're looking at is the number of autopilot strikeouts. So if you have been thrown in autopilot jail for going too fast, not paying attention, uh, any number of reasons why autopilot would say, yep, oh, disable for the rest of the drive, that counts against you. The number of forward collision warnings... And I've seen a lot of people suggest that perhaps they could just turn that down to low. I don't, I don't know that that's the right answer because, one, you're decreasing your safety, and two, it may still, Tesla insurance may just be on default regardless yeah, of Yeah, they the might not even be looking at, at that setting for the uh, yeah. insurance metrics because <laughs> that, that's an obvious workaround they don't want. <laughs> right. And, and as Patrick said, they're looking at your number of lane departure warnings. And uh, that one can get you in the new software because... The lane departure warning used to just be a, a, a bunch of beeping, and occasionally it would just bump you back into the lane. But now they have a silent lane departure warning. You, so when you see that blue line on your, on your autopilot screen, when you're not in autopilot, you're just manually driving, and then it feels like you've hit a rut, and the wheel steers you gently back into the perfect center of the lane, or, or what it can see as the perfect center of the lane, when it's wrong, which it happens sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and you feel the wheel in your hand get a little heavy. Anyway, uh, those count as well, because they are lane departure warnings. Uh, they're counting the number of ABS activations for uh, both all and user. So all would be if you hit a puddle or ice, and then the car has to pulse the pedal to keep traction. And if user, that means you've slammed on the brakes and have over over. It doesn't have enough friction to do what you've asked it to do. So it's like doing ABS to so make sure you don't get into a slide. Um, that one makes sense, because that means you're, you're driving unsafe for the conditions if you're having to slam the brakes so hard that it's not able to get enough traction. As far as what the car is up to, I don't know if that plays in or not, or if that's why they break it into two separate categories. Hopefully those don't count against you. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they also count the time you spend within one second following distance of the car in front of you. That's so, crazy tailgating. Don't be a that jerk is anyway. That's super tailgating, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say I haven't done it on an off-ramp, uh, but <laughs> it's not safe and don't do it. Uh, uh, this one is, is, is interesting to me. The time spent within three seconds of the car in front of you because uh, That's legally, a pretty normal following distance. It's a super normal following distance, especially here yeah. in the States. The legal requirement is you have a two-second following distance. Uh -huh. And even at a two-second following distance, people are jamming their cars into the space that you're leaving so that you can brake safely. So... Uh, there's a solution to that that I'll get to at the end, because uh, my car happens to, if I set it, it will follow within three seconds on its own. I've been counting. It's like, that's, that's closer than three. <laughs> uh, mm. This one scares the crap out of me. Acceleration variance. What does that mean? Uh, lightning pedal fun. <laughs> well, I, obviously, but, um, but is, is it the lightning pedal uh, uh, just in general? Is it when I'm being unsafe? Is it over the speed limit? Is it... Because I've jammed the pedal, like, eh. hopefully, hopefully they, they get into further detail as to what variance means. Uh, but <laughs> right, if I keep it down all the time, all the way, that's no variance. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So, so um, that won't last long. Problems. <laughs> yeah, that won't last long at all. So, so eventually, eventually, Elon clarified that if you are in autopilot, that it would rate you as good all the time, uh, at least while it was in autopilot. So that takes care of my three seconds, because my car follows at two and a half to two seconds on its own when it's in autopilot. It doesn't solve our autopilot variance. But for that, we're going to get an interface that shows us 
uh, what we're doing to get back to good on the rating. So it'll, it'll help you out. It's not going to be uh, immediately striked out and then you're done. Uh, hopefully it's responsive enough to help you without getting to the edge and having to wait additional days or whatever. Yeah, that'll be yeah. fun just to see what kind of scores we all get and talk about that. And apparently mm-hmm. it's, it's going to alert you on the screen with some sort of a notation about how to get better yes, or, you know, where, where, where you're falling down. Exactly. Um, I, I hope it's on like a main screen, either the one behind the wheel or the center screen. And obviously you guys only have the center screen uh, rather than buried in a menu because that's yeah. That's I, find, I find the I find my the one that's the binnacle display. It's awful dim. I can't, I can't even read it on my Model Three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they should be giving driving tips mid drive. That just seems like if I'm well, trying to, what what am I out of my lane? I should do what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like if they do like crazy taxi or something, it's like hey, uh, acceleration too fast. Uh, it's just like a big overlay, like like the driving video games, like uh, because they 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 give you live tips as well, but the stakes are a lot lower there. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, at the same time, it already does give you a live annotation now. It's like, hey, slowing down for traffic, traffic, mm-hmm. traffic control in 600 feet. Maybe, maybe make it a little bigger and more concise than even that, and then we'd be fine. And uh, as Patrick had said, uh, maybe some, uh, maybe you could record uh, audible noises in the car, like ah, that's yeah. that's a bad one. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were talking about the lane departure um, warning, the collision alert, uh, and. Somebody didn't think it existed, and I was like, "Yeah, it's there. It sounds like a mouse scream, a mouse shriek." Because <laughs> uh, you turn the blinker on, it'll let you. It'll let you just start running to the next person next to you over, and then at the last second, it's like, it's like a little beep beep, and that's it. It's like so. I called it mouse shrieks, and uh, I'm like, "Oh, thanks. I didn't realize it was there." <laughs> so uh, I would like. I would like it. You turn on the blinker, and it's like it gives you like a please hold tone of some sort. That would be awesome. Mm. <laughs> for the lane departure, um, does your steering wheel vibrate? Um, uh, it used to. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't anymore. I, oh, it doesn't? Oh. No. I just get this slight little, like, hearing test. Like, little, uh-huh. two two beeps. Like, like uh, you guys have, like, uh, the missed message sound on some of the older phones. Like, a beep, beep. And it's like, uh, oh, there's a car there. I shouldn't hit it. But I, I have to remember that that's what that is. It's not, I it's not like my wife rumble. missed a voicemail or something. <laughs> Which I think is so, that's a smart design. I don't know uh, why they would get rid of it because it feels like you're hitting the rumble strips on the side of the road. Yeah. And, and that intuitively lets you know you're not in the lane. In, but they're able to have these virtual rumble strips anywhere they think that you're out of the lane. So that's really clever. And replacing it with the mouse shrieks, just, right. that's not intuitive. Like, what well, is that noise? With, it, right. If well, you can even with, hear it. I mean, uh, yeah, I some people can't hear it. It's a high pitch so, sound. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, where that do... rumble is is nice feedback, haptic feedback right. that that intuitively you understand. Much better design. So, Patrick, in what car do you feel the rumble? Uh, I have a AP1? 2016 Model X. Yeah, my AP1 did it that way. Yeah, um, Autopilot so, One. So perhaps um, they could combine it with the current lane departure warning, where it just grabs the wheel and yanks you back to the center. So if you're about to hit a car, just yank us away from the other car, uh, while while mouse. Whispering in her ear, which <laughs> <laughs> you might not be paying attention to at that quite moment. Right. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they're paying attention and they beep at you. It's like, uh, and it's not like I do this often. It's usually what happens is some jackleg decides to go park in my blind spot, and so I, you know, somebody else does something idiotic on the other side. I signal and immediately get out of their way because they're 
doofuses. And then the other person's like, hey, I'm still here. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Like, uh, like you could not see them. They weren't in the mirror, and I don't drive with my two uh, wing cameras on because they just slow everything down on the display. All the more reason we need full self-driving. There are yeah. idiots all over the road. People are not great drivers. They don't have eight eyes looking in every direction at once. Uh, computers can event will eventually do this way better than us, and I can't wait for that day. But will the idiots pay for the service? Well, that's why, that's why we have basic safety features. So if we make this yeah. a standard on all the cars and make the basic safety features free, which I don't You've know... You've got to start somewhere and work your way up. Yeah. I think, I think everybody else will charge extra for it at first because that's, that's how they do. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, it was um, the oh, one thing... Uh, Paul brings up a good point about Joe Mode, except uh, I will say this. It was doing that before Joe Mode existed with the mouse streaks, and they were just as quiet. <laughs> but yeah, I am in Joe Mode. The one thing that isn't being publicized too much, but it certainly has been said, is that uh, if you do get FSD and you yeah. are driving in that program, they do have the ability after you've gotten it to kick you out again. So yes. if if you're not performing, you know, maybe maybe you didn't drive the car for a week or the only time you drove it was when you put it in autopilot. So you got a good score. You got in. Guess what? If you start to be a jerk after the fact, you're going to be kicked out of the program. So I sure uh, hope so. They I've indicated that before. that with 2,000 current test drivers, there's been no accidents, and Elon has made it clear that it needs to remain this way. And uh, certainly for all the news media that's going to be watching this, uh, that is going to be the case. Now, have either of you heard about a number? Have they said anything about there's going to be another 1,000 people at it, another 2,000 people? Because I haven't picked up on that yet. No, they've called it a public beta, which in my understanding should mean it's unrestricted. It better. <laughs> He's going to have a lot of angry people. <laughs> Pitchforks yeah. in Fremont. <laughs> right. Yeah, or if Colorado, you've paid for it uh, and you meet this one well, week Oh, really, Patrick, you haven't paid for it because this is FSD beta. Nobody's paid for beta. Right, they've paid it, for the final feature. They paid for the final product. So yeah. you can't get angry because you didn't I can. pay for it. <laughs> no, you can. I sure can. I mean, it's been, it's been years of waiting. The, 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 the cross-country drive is coming at the end of 2017. And 2018, your supercharger will be here after you move out. <laughs> oh, oh, early access program for all the suckers that paid full price before we dropped the price for 13 months. Uh, none of these things yet. Yeah. So, uh, so your your thought, Patrick, is October first. What do you think, Casey? Uh, I'm I'm hoping Friday, but also uh, Elon did say next month. If you are in a country that this is not available, they will enable in a future update the visualization that the, the folks in the beta get today. So you can get comfortable with what your car can and cannot see before you're driving with it. That's a great idea. Uh, yeah, uh, that should be on all of them. I think. Yeah. Whether you're in the program or not. Yeah, I would agree. So one thing that is on Casey's side is that if they uh, put the button out on Friday, this Friday, the 24th, mm -hmm. that's still in Q3. Uh, and that might allow them to recognize some revenue for uh, this program. Uh, so it, it could be. could be this Friday. Maybe. maybe. Hmm. That's a good point to, to consider because they do have some – some money that's locked up that they cannot obtain or use in the accounting equation for profit 
in in a quarter, right? So they're right. they've been exactly. holding on that for some time now. Yep. So and they have been able to yeah. they have been able to unlock bits of it, but uh, there's yes. still a, a great amount that's still there that's locked up into that uh, overall, uh, I guess, uh, bundle that they're waiting. Uh, Derek went for the one dollar Bob, <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably right. <laughs> It's a holiday update. We finally get our second fire. So, so yeah, two weeks from now will be December 25th. <laughs> well, when you consider that 10 days from when he said it was 193 days. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy things have happened. Yeah, well, we'll definitely keep our eye on it. And uh, if if you want to know what's going on any day of the week, please subscribe to our Twitter and Facebook feeds, uh, at the Tesla Life on Twitter, and, of course, Tesla Life Numeral One, uh, the Tesla Life Numeral One uh, on Facebook, and we thank uh, Patrick for maintaining that Facebook feed. We'll we'll be on it, won't we, Patrick? We'll know when it happens. Oh yeah, right. definitely. Exactly. I might exactly. even do a mobile live stream for that one. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, next uh, story, uh, we've got uh, some mixed news. I guess it's good and bad. Uh, yeah. Tesla has decided uh, that as of the 18th of this month, which of course is already passed, the referral program has now changed. There are no more ability to uh, give someone's referral code and get uh, free supercharger miles to both the uh, purchaser and the referral code number that you used. Uh, that has now been eliminated. So has um, the uh, referral code discount cash money for the panels, the solar panels. Right, right. But it's been modified for the solar panel to give a, a one-time $500 amount uh, uh, for a referral. Um, if you use a referral code for the for the roof, yeah. Yeah. So cars, so, panels, gone. They want, they want you to get that beautiful roof. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, that... that that of course leads us down the road of uh, I'm I'm of two minds here. I understand that Tesla is selling absolutely every car that they make, and there is no need uh, for a referral program to get the word out about Tesla because they're selling everything they've got, and now they yeah. have a waiting list that that is stretched now into uh, 2022 for a number of models. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's no shortage of selling these cars. But the thing I do like about it is that even though it did cost them some money is that uh this was goodwill uh to their owners it was it was something that kept the conversations going it's something that that people were happy to mention uh and it was a great conversation starter and it, it allowed people uh to uh you know do that first road trip no charge uh, which mm -hmm. I think is a plus as well. It gives them the confidence to go a certain amount of miles, uh, kilometers in my case, uh, that uh, gets them used to doing that cross-country uh, travel. And I, I just think it was goodwill that that I'm going to miss. I, I think it was something that uh, we should have kept in some way, shape, or form. Maybe, maybe reduce the amount, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, in this case, uh, they've made a decision to completely cut it out. Um, yeah. and, and I do want to mention, I want to thank, uh, Lanson and Steven who got in under the wire using my referral code, uh, in September. And I certainly thank them for, uh, using my code. And, uh, 
if if you're listening to this program, please send us a note and let us know what vehicle you got. We'd love to hear from you. So, uh, Lanson and Stephen, thank you very much. Also, um, I will say this: in January seventeenth of twenty nineteen, I made a video about referral program changes, which was when they canceled it last time. And then I made a video on February thirteenth, which was the last day to pick your referral prizes uh, for the previous program. And then on March 22nd, 2019, I made a uh, another video about the referral program returning. So as as Giga Berlin and Terra Texas open up and they start to be on the knife edge of supply and demand again, we might see a, a return to the uh, rest of the program. They obviously didn't cancel everything. They just don't want us to sell any more cars than what they were already selling on their own. Yeah, and there is, of course, there is the talk of the referral program maybe changing somewhat as well. There may be different type of rewards available, uh, but uh, at this point, we don't know what they are. Uh, at this point, it's it's just basically been cut off for the cars. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you think, Patrick? Are you of two minds? Do you think it makes sense either way? Um, I'm with you, Mark. That um, okay, their referral program was crazy for a while. Oh, I got seven hundred and fifty. Nice. <laughs> I got seven hundred and fifty bucks for one solo referral, um, which was cool, uh, but that that's excessive. Um, and then the people who were getting f uh, not one but two free roadsters. I mean, come on. Um, most of those they, were just they really people. Really off at the first one. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> and I, I think like cutting them off at a ten percent discount might have been the right that would have been to do that would have been nice <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> you know, yeah you just get t-shirts in the mail every now and then <laughs> <laughs> they know where we live <laughs> that's true yeah so um, I think they should have d done it at least uh, 500 miles for the new owners and then maybe yeah. some um, Tesla store bucks for the referrer. And, oh, cool. or, or also free super mile, free supercharger miles, a similar amount, uh, yeah. because uh, it, like you said, Mark, that engages people. And um, as long as people aren't being crazy and you know buying ads to get their referral out there or are plugging it in ridiculous ways, um, you know that stuff was over the top. So yeah. um, I think they've gone they've gone too far with their program and, and making it way too uh, incentivized, and now they've gone too far the other way. Right, and Making then there's places like Virginia and, was it, uh, not Massachusetts, Virginia, and I can't remember the other state with the stupid dealer lobby where you can't get any <laughs> referral prices because they consider it to be oh. bird-dogging, and only dealers are allowed to bird-dog. Uh, and for oh. those who don't understand the term, bird-dogging is where uh, the salesman or the dealership will give you 100 to $500 to go bring them another customer, and they'll give that to you after they sell the car. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to. I was trying to look up uh, the people that have used my code, and I was going to thank them, but uh, uh, I don't know where the loot box is in the new app. It's gone. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it gone? Okay. No, yeah, you so click. You click on your name in the corner. Oh, and is then, that where it is? And, and then you click on loot box in the listing below, and then you have to go to the bottom of the loot box and and click on show past history, and then all the people oh. show up. Oh, because okay. they're a past program now. That this program is over. They used to expire right. the programs every quarter. And, and so they would have a new program each quarter and they'd reset you to zero. And so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. That, so, that, that aspect I hope, of it was cool. I, I hope, Casey, you're right that, that as more vehicles start to come online, that maybe they'll revisit this and bring some yeah. of this 
back because the, I, I like the engagement. I, I think it's it's a plus for Tesla. Yeah. And yeah, okay, you've given out some free supercharger miles, but you got to look at the whole picture. You got to look at exactly. how many people are buying cars. You got to look at the engagement of your customers. You got to look at the goodwill. All of it rolled into one. I think it was a fairly cheap program to keep running. Oh, yeah. but well, except we for the roasters. <laughs> except we for the roasters. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, as it was sitting, you know, before the 18th. So, oh, oh, with the miles, great. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although one other thing to consider is that these factories will also come online as these other manufacturers finally figure out how to make a modern electric car. So even if Tesla doesn't really want to bring it back, they may be compelled to bring it back uh, once they catch up with supply and demand again. Right. Well, next, uh, Patrick's going to give us a story about um, some a person, I guess, behaving badly in a Tesla uh, is what it boils down to. How, what's this about, Patrick? That's right. As I said earlier, people are horrible drivers. They're uh, distracted or, uh, in this case, someone was uh, driving a Tesla and they apparently passed out and uh, the police were called. What the uh, police did was get in front of the car and slow down. Well, uh, Tesla has um, a feature that uh, is a, uh, what's it called? Adaptive cruise control, where it's not going to just ram into the car in front. And so they were able to use that to slow the vehicle down and eventually stop it, where they found this driver who was um, uh, apparently drunk and uh, arrested on the scene. And uh, the, this is just um, another reason we need full self-driving. But, but more importantly, if someone had passed out in a vehicle in the past with no ADAS system, they're going to crash and maybe hit another car, um, maybe kill themselves and somebody else. But we have these modern safety systems. Or, or you have to and, give the, uh, the cruiser up for it because usually all they'll do is they'll sacrifice the cruiser. As, right. a, as a ramming device. Right, yes, yes. Uh, causing lots of damage to the state. And at least you have the uh, police officer who's trained to handle that situation being the one taking the hit. Uh, and, uh, you know, they know how to make sure that with them from being rammed. So. Right, yes, yeah. So uh, yeah, hopefully mm -hmm. they, they uh, don't get whiplash or something. But, uh, um, but now instead, because Tesla has all these really cool safety features, they were able to slow and stop the car. Autopilot kept them in their lane. They didn't hit some other family or the police. And uh, so it's one small step towards the future we want to get to where cars are just safe. And, and you, and instead oh, of you're plugging right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will eventually, but no, not this one. This was not about the fossil fuels. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I, it's I, I, it's it's something that um, of course uh, some people report that this is a bad thing. Well, you know, because of Tesla's automation, it's like no, no, no. This this is something that anyway. many people do in regular cars. Mm -hmm. This yes. is what this is what people do when you know it, it doesn't matter what car brand they're driving. It's just that in this case, with Tesla's advanced features, it actually enabled no one to get hurt. Uh, which, mm -hmm. if you had a regular car, it could, as Patrick mentioned, it could hit somebody else, it could drive off the road, it could kill the occupant, it could kill the people trying to stop it. So yeah. it, this is a, certainly a plus on every uh, level uh, when something like this happens when someone is in a Tesla. Now, I'm I'm did, did this person, of course, 
possibly believe that the Tesla was going to take them home? I don't think so. I, I, this person obviously has an issue with driving under the influence. Uh, mm -hmm. As I don't think it matters what car they were going to get into. It just so happens that the one they did get in did get into was one that would help alleviate the situation and uh, help uh, everyone involved uh, safely uh, get to an endpoint. So it, it's a plus in my mind uh, on many levels. And we're lucky she she actually put it in uh, autopilot because uh, the, the husband called uh, the cops on the wife, as Hockey Day pointed out. And if, if she wasn't in, if she was in manual drive, then there's still a chance that she could have overwrote, overridden all of the emergency safety features that the car still has, even if you were manually uh, passed out uh, from a medical condition or being inebriated or whatever. And, and then they might have had to get the car rammed with the police and. I uh, also want to point out that with Tesla software update 2021.24.10, they added in uh, emergency light detection. So if there's a moving police car uh, behind you, beside you, or in front of you, the car will cut speed and put a message on the screen about why it did that. Uh, somebody found this in the manual for the Model 3. Not in any of the software notifications, not in any of the hacking stuff. Literally, they updated the manual with this information in there. And then, of course, they also say, don't rely on this because... Right. It's not full self-driving for real on uh, uh, level five. It's it's an assist. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think more of this is going to come to light uh, as time goes along and as the systems come online, uh, more and more automation comes into play. And uh, you know, we'll have to see if uh, this changes uh, the paradigm. But uh, you know, with with uh, more cars having this ability, and certainly all Teslas having this ability, it's it's a save for uh, the nice thing is to save for everyone around it. So uh, yeah. and, and the person in the car. So uh, mm -hmm. there, there were a few headlines that were written accurately. Uh, Tesla saves a person, and there were a bunch of sensationalist garbage. Uh, how could you? You're enabling drunks. Blah blah blah. Yeah. 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 So that's yeah. It's it's so surprising how uh, these headlines, these incredible features, can be twisted horribly. There was one where uh, when Tesla put out the heat over protection feature where it keeps it below, I think it's 105. And 104. when I was testing it, it uh, it kept it around 85. And wow. um, yeah, I, I had um, I just had my windows tinted. And the guy said, take it home, crank up the, the heater to let it cure. And then uh, cabin overheat protection kept turning it down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was surprised it didn't even turn on the AC. It was just it was uh, it would just run the fans, and that was enough mm -hmm. to bring it down into the 80s. Uh, but anyway, th th there were people saying, "Oh my God, uh, Tesla just enabled people to leave their children unattended in the car." No, no, they didn't. They just ensured that if that happens, the child's less likely to die. No immediate uh, and, death. Uh, hopefully you've realized by then, but if, if it's immediate, then you're screwed. Both you and the kid are screwed. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's just a horrible thing to have happen, and it happens to hundreds of children a year. And, and if if this prevents one, it's worth it. It's right. not I a mean, now you can abuse it thing. Right. And that feature was awesome the way it came, up, came to be. Like during one of the shareholder meetings, somebody came up and asked Elon, just like the vegan lady does, and said, hey, you know, this happened to my friend. What can you do to make sure it doesn't happen again? And then Elon, the old teary, like, I guess he put himself in the, their shoes. Like, hey, I get busy and forget stuff all the time. And like a week and a half later, we had a software update with that in there. I was like, this is awesome. 
Yeah. Casey, were you going to do the next story about uh, incentives? No, I wasn't going to do that one. Okay. I'll, I'll handle that quickly. Uh, and, it, and it kind of uh, goes back, dovetails into the previous story about the uh, referral program disappearing. It, in Europe, uh, for Model 3, there are some incentives now for the sale of the car before the end of the quarter. So it, it comes in uh, different rims. Uh, it comes with uh, EAP uh, oh. as addition. So there, there is a couple of uh, pluses. Uh, if you're ordering a car right now in Europe, uh, Model 3 specific, so obviously they've got a few extra models they're trying to blow out uh, before the end of the quarter. So you're, you're right about Tesla does change the, the playing field when they need to move things, when something has to happen. Uh, and in this case, uh, in Europe, at this particular moment in time, we know that Tesla's been pushing for this end of quarter uh, with, of course, the, the chip shortages and, and supplier shortages of other things. Tesla's really concerned on making a profit in this uh, third quarter. They want to be there. They want to be on that mark. And uh, they're they're doing they're pulling out all the stops. And obviously, this is one of the stops. So. EAP also gets you a discount on FSD purchase and FSD subscription. Yes, yeah. you've already got half of it. <laughs> uh, next. Um, there's a story uh, that came out uh, in uh, Drive Tesla Canada. It's about uh, a supercharger in Perry Sound, Ontario. Uh, this uh, particular gentleman was going there with his Model 3. Uh, he was charging up, going to grab something to eat. He happened to stumble across uh, someone else charging there, which was one of the uh, Tesla mobile service technicians that was in their uh, Tesla vehicle charging uh, after a day of work. Uh, so this was beyond the work hours. And uh, he uh, waved uh, to the Tesla employee on his way over to the mall uh, and as his car charged. And uh, this Tesla employee uh, decided uh, just to look up the VIN number of the car that parked beside him and see if uh, there was any outstanding issues. And uh, sure enough, he found uh, that um, the upper control arm uh, had not been changed on this particular vehicle. And uh, he decided to uh, send a note uh, to the owner and ask him if he would like to take care of that problem right then and there at the supercharger. So uh, fantastic. Uh, the, the gentleman in the mall was surprised. He saw the note. He, he agreed to the service. And uh, the Tesla tech uh, with his tools, of course, in the back of the car uh, got to work and made uh, quick work of that uh, control arm uh, swap out. And... Uh, Fantastic. Uh, what service? Uh, uh, certainly we've had, uh, all of us have had some experience uh, with the uh, Tesla mobile service before service stations uh, became so plentiful. And uh, I've always had a great experience with them. And uh, what about you two? I, I, I've, I've heard glowing reviews in the past. Casey, what, what about yeah. you? I mean, every every mobile service experience has been wonderful. And uh, in my area, they only have one copy of the tool for the upper control arm resailing. So my tech came out to verify that I had the problem, and then he had to go away because he wasn't allowed to fix it. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, the only the only time I had any sort of anything close to a, a less than stellar experience with mobile was when the local service center didn't put the note where the tech could see that they were supposed to not go to my house. And uh, so they went to my house and called a phone that I didn't have on me repeatedly, and then they left. 
And, and I'm not going to lie, I saw the missed calls. <laughs> but it wasn't mobile's fault. They were just there doing what go. they could see. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we just had mobile service. Um, there was this message popping up, um, safety restraint system, failure, good service. Oh. And um, so uh, they they came out to the house, fixed it. And then while they were here, they also you know put air in the tires and topped up the wiper fluid. And, and it was just great full service. And um, in the X, I had a problem with uh, one of the, the gullwing door buttons had broken falcon wing door, sorry <laughs> yeah don't get that wrong and uh uh they called and said uh hey are you available we can fix this now and i said no i'm at a soccer game and they said oh well can we just go fix it in the parking lot i'm like, sure and so they drove out to the soccer game and fixed the vehicle right there in the parking lot and yeah so mobile service has been great it's one reason people love teslas absolutely absolutely Speaking of mobile service, right now it's starting to get a little colder out there in the mornings in the Northern Hemisphere, and uh, we're starting to see folks have their 12-volt batteries drop dead. So often they'll get repaired by a mobile service technician, unless they're out of stock, and then they send you to a service center. So if you're out of warranty like me, uh, then you might want to consider looking into how you're going to take care of your 12-volt battery situation if it's been beyond uh, the two-year mark on your current one. And pump up your tires. The yes, pressure will drop. And yeah. Yeah, if you and see that it, yellow squiggle with the exclamation mark, that's low tire pressure. <laughs> right. And it will reduce your range. So yeah. greatly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Patrick's got the bookend stories today. First story and last story. What do you, what have you got to round out today, Patrick? That's right. So this comes to us from Tasmanian by Eva Fox, and it's titled Tesla's Focus on Safety saves lives in major Model X and Model 3 collision. So we've got some Tesla on Tesla violence here. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this, um, the source of this was uh, user MilesB1313 on Reddit posted pictures of his Model 3 after some teens, allegedly drunk teens, uh, driving a Model X crashed into his car and it looks like then they went sailing into somebody's yard. Wow. Um, airbags deployed. Uh, and um, the good thing about this is that uh, this could have been a fatal crash. It looks like they were going at high speeds after hitting this car and bouncing into a yard. And yet they walked away. Um, and looking at the, the damage on this vehicle, that's kind of surprising. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, <laughs> I mean, how many see, other cars a... could handle a Model X jumping on them? Not too many. Uh, right. 6,000 pound vehicles. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the teenage guy in the driver's seat said he was driving 60 miles an hour, but Miles B said it was clearly faster than that. I walked out and started yelling at them, WTF is wrong. Two <laughs> girls in the back started I crying and saying, sorry, sorry, and that everyone is drunk. I talked with the driver, and he said that he was going about 60. I'm going to have to say it was faster than that. Yeah, drunk There's people don't know how fast they're going. <laughs> yeah. Don't drive drunk, people. It's, it's been this way for 50 years now. Stop it. Yeah, it should it should be rooted out. But there's always going to be somebody in the crowd. There's always going to be a group of people that don't get it. But still, I am glad that, that these vehicles help 
save the occupants of both vehicles, you know, being able mm-hmm. to be have the highest safety rating uh, that there is, uh, even if they hit each other, uh, the vehicles. And, and as Casey mentioned, uh, both Casey and Patrick, of course, own a Model X. Those are a large, big, heavy cars. Um, well, same size as it's SUV size, right? Like these <laughs> yeah. are these are large vehicles. You haven't been this beside a Model X. It's a big vehicle. So to have that ram into you, it's going to come down with a lot of force. And uh, as, as we saw from the, the pictures of it bouncing into a yard, man, it must have been moving. So uh, mm-hmm. kudos to Tesla for, uh, again, creating the safest vehicles on the road. And as we were talking about with the one with the uh, where the lady's husband called her, called her in, uh, this car wasn't on autopilot, so this is how bad it could get in manual mode. And then if that hadn't right. been another Tesla, that could have been like a uh, like a like a Toyota Corolla, and it would have been smushed a mush, smushed family in there instead. Right. Yeah. But okay. it was California, so every third car is a Tesla. That's true. That's true. California. I've been there. I can I can that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with that, uh, let's uh, let's uh, say our goodbyes and uh, call it a night. Casey, what do you got for uh, shoutouts today? If you want to send me another update? You can. But what <laughs> I'm going to do tonight is uh, get started on getting that video out, and then just update with what I found with the because I've done the, the the drives and everything. I just haven't recorded them because they were the same. And hopefully, I'll get that out before the button comes out. That way, it's not old news by the time you see it at youtube.com slash Casey Green. You didn't end with K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) You can do a .com too as well if you want, CaseyGreen.com. It's it's a lot less exciting than the YouTube channel. (laughs) And Patrick, what do you got for us this evening? I want to give a shout out to the Tesla Nation. Thank you all for joining us. This is a highlight of my week. And you guys are helping bring about our future free from fossil fuels. Yes, got it. Got to get that plug in there. And, and since I, I'm wearing a dojo shirt from Stephen Mark Ryan, we'll give him a oh, shout out. Yeah, it's a pretty cool shirt. Solving the money his, problem. Uh, graphic designs. <laughs> Solving the money problem. Yeah, very popular channel. Uh, I, I love his irreverence. It's it's funny. His uh, his confidence. It's inspiring. It's good stuff there. Very and, good. Uh, I'll finish with, uh, I'm with the Oregon Electric Vehicle Association. You can find us at OEVA.org, and I blog occasionally at cardswithcords.net. Very good. And if you haven't already, give us a thumbs up at this point. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed. It helps us out. It helps the channel. It gets us in front of new eyes. So uh, we thank you for that. And with that, we'll roll the music, and we will find out together next week what is going on in the Tesla life. Good night, everybody. Have yourselves a great week. Stay positive. Test negative. <laughs>